Hello everyone, I'm Tracy Koga, and if you're like me, I cannot believe how fast summer is flying by. So we're going to take the next few weeks to look back at summer of 2022 when things were back to normal and we could have guests right here in our studio. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to another special edition of Hewitt Home on Location. We're here on Ellen Street, and that is the site of Aircom. They're celebrating their 30th anniversary of building a community of belonging. Aircom stands for Immigrants and Refugees Community Organization of Manitoba. And it has been on the streets, in the homes, creating a community that not only makes a sense of belonging for immigrants, but also to build new bridges between communities. We'll have some special guests on the show, including Clayton Sandy, and also a former ERCOM resident. But right now, let's talk with the Executive Director, Shireen Donetto, to learn more about ERCOM. Okay, everybody, if you just take a look around, waving to so many beautiful faces. Shireen, you are, can I say you're the star of right now? ERCOM is like a little gem in a huge, huge city, and you must be so proud today. We are extremely proud. Thank you so much. ERCOM has been here in the heart of the industry for now 30 years serving newcomers to Canada. Okay, so you spoke so well on the welcome to everybody. Can you again talk to us about the values about ERCOM and what they stand for? Yes, absolutely. At ERCOM, we really believe that no one is a client or a staff or a volunteer, we're all part of the same community and everyone belongs. And so when we're working and supporting families in their settlement journey, we're walking alongside them to help them uh, adapt to Canada and eventually become our newest citizens. In your own words now, and this has been going on for 30 years and it really is totally amazing. You've just come on board as the executive director. What are some of your visions uh, I guess for this place as we head into a future and a bright future I think. Yeah, absolutely. We know that immigration is growing and so this is really exciting to us. So we want to provide wraparound holistic supports to newcomer families. Uh, we have two sites in the inner city so we also want to work with our partners to strengthen the inner city. It's been a tough two years during the pandemic so there's a lot of work ahead of us but we are more connected than we ever have been. And uh, there are a lot of things that we want to tackle as a community. Well, you look around, Shireen, and there's so many different cultures represented here. 
and they're all so happy and playing and laughing together. It's amazing. It is. We have at least 23 different countries living under the same roof at IRCOM. And you can walk down the hallway and your neighbor is from Afghanistan. You walk the other way, your neighbor is from Vietnam. Another way, some South Sudan. So you learn about multiculturalism in Canada at IRCOM. It's, it's like a wonderful microcosm of what multiculturalism is in this country. For yourself too, Shireen, what are some of the things I guess that you first noticed when you took this job? Well, I noticed that I couldn't keep track of all the programs. There were so, 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 so many of them. Uh, we really have that holistic model. So there are programs for the littlest baby who's just born into a family to, you know, like if you have elderly parents that you may have sponsored to, to come to Canada. There are programs for everyone. And I, I really love that. Um, the other thing that always um, strikes me about Aircom is that we work where people live. And so we build these really profound relationships. And relationships means trust. And trust means that you can be far more effective as a service provider. When, when you go to a family's home and they, they make tea for you, of course they're going to bring out some snacks, and you're meeting with them to talk about your settlement goals, right? It's just a different way of working, and it's highly effective. If you take a look at our city now, Shireen, what are some of the things that we as citizens can do to make the welcome a lot easier? Because I, I can't imagine not knowing anyone and at least having Aircom here as, as a, a home to come to. But what can we do as citizens? Sure, that's a great question. Um, because integration, it's a two-way street. And so I think everyone has to put you have to put yourselves in the shoes of newcomers um, you might have experienced it people might experience it when you travel and you don't speak a word of the local language so you know support people help them you know they're at the grocery store they look lost at the bus stop just provide supports on a daily basis I think also our systems have to work to be you know inclusive and I think they're doing a great job but you know schools um, you know, different kinds of systems just need to work to be accepting, to address anti-racism, and make sure that we're welcoming people. Because our families, they want to become Canadians, they want to contribute, they want to get jobs, they just need the opportunities to do so. Well, 30 years, and I'm sure it's going to last many, many more. Congratulations, Shireen. This is amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you again. Welcome back to Hugh at Home. We are on location on Allen Street. It is the home for Aircom, and I have the beautiful Amina here. And Amina, Aircom must have a fond spot in your heart because it was once your home. Yes. So share your story on how Aircom came into your lives and helped you. 
<laughs> um, thank you so much. I'm honored to have this interview uh, about IRCOM as my first home in Canada. Uh, we came to Canada in 2011, that was around November, and we stayed at Welcome Place uh, for around two, two and a half months, and we couldn't get any housing places. Uh, but one day, my husband kept insisting, saying, now we don't have any housing, the kids, you know, by that time our kids were so young. Um, so we, in fact, you know, for the kids, they become so, they, they, were, they, were, they didn't feel so good because it was a small place and they had nowhere to play, we couldn't move out. So one day, my husband speaks to, she, she was the director, the CEO of Welcome Place, that is Madame Wanda. And then Madame Wanda said, okay, I'll try to find you somewhere. Then she called in the CEO of Ilkom Biden. She was uh, called Dorota. And then... Okay, I cannot say the other name. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay, that's okay. Yes. And then once you got to Aircom, what was it like for your family? They, the, well, because Dorota asked us, asked my husband, will, will you like the place? And by that time, why I would like to be so grateful to Dorota, mm -hmm. she was for her maternity leave. And when somebody is for maternity leave, she's not supposed to answer any calls but really deep from my heart it really touched me it really touched me so I said she must she must be a very good person they said would you like the I, I hope they would like the, the place and I said what is she what does she mean and when my husband said I asked him when he came to see the place I asked him how is the place he said oh the place is so good and then we accepted to come to the place and everybody in this place was so good to us. The people in the resource, human resource, the housing, everybody was so good to us. The likes of Anje, the likes of Talatu, um, Richard. Caro and uh, I, Mariam, I, so many, I don't know, I, you know, yeah. Oh, could you imagine your life without Aircom? I mean, it is so hard to come to a new country without knowing anyone, but now knowing everything that happens here, would you see yourself where you are today if it was not for coming here first? I don't know what I would, where I would have been if it was not for Aircom because IRCOM gives us, gives our children like a stepping stone. Uh, IRCOM defines our children's future, starting point, where our children can start from. Where do we start? Where can I, when, you know, when you come with kids and go to a place that is not organized like this place, you really feel, say, 
how will I start with my children? But when we came here because of the programs that they have made, that they have put in place, my children were able to have a starting point, even us to have a starting point. Because from there we had to sit down and you know when you come to Canada your credentials are put aside. So I had to go to school and finished school. After I finished college I started working and my husband was taking care of the do our daughter. Then from there my husband also went and then went to school, completed his school, then we got jobs. It's because of IRCOM that we are what we are today with my kids. Well, so well put, Amina. This was easy, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs>
from uh, Mosaic. We actually did a, a little uh, uh, a gathering two months ago at the muse museum on Main Street, and we actually brought together about 180 immigrants, and we did we did nine 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 sharing circles at the same time on on the topic of racism. Because all, all all the people that I've met through Shireen and through through Abdi and through Hani and through Shakila, they're they're all immigrants, but but they all face the same things that I I face as an Indigenous person living in Winnipeg and Manitoba. And it's just a lot of basically misunderstanding, and people don't really know who we are. So together, I've been doing a lot of work with, with about four or five in, uh, newcomer agencies, just to try and help help them along, you know, giving them the help that I wish I had like 30 years ago. So that's basically what I do. Oh, and to be here today, Clayton, if you look around, there's so many different faces from so many different cultures. It's really great. Sure, sure, yeah. I. Uh, like uh, w the first time I met, I met Hanny was in 2016. He brought about 60 immigrants to a powwow I was dancing at Brokenhead, and I noticed uh, you know the big tent there and a lot of different looking people. Eh? So I uh, so everybody of course everybody was kind of looking at each other, and eventually people started mixing. And so I went over and introduced myself and had my outfit on and shared what my outfit meant and stuff like that. And and then we had them. They we actually had them. They gave time for for them to dance their culture too. So they got to share their own culture, and then they brought a lot of food from their own countries. So a lot of indigenous people there got to eat different different kinds of food, and then vice uh, vice versa. So it, it it was it was all in all, it was a really super day. But that's how I uh, how I got started on this journey. Yeah. So incredible. So are you going to be part of the powwow performance? Well, I'm going to be doing the emceeing, so I'll be the oh. masters of ceremonies for the powwow. So I think I have about maybe seven or eight dancers coming, and uh, and so yeah, we're on from 5:30 to 6 and. Yeah, come and join us. I was just hoping that we would I'll, get to see you dance. I'll make sure I'll have you up dancing. Yeah. Oh. Well, later on in the show, that might come. Okay. Thank you so much, Glee. Thank you. We want to thank all of our special guests on today's show, and congratulations to ERCOM for 30 years of doing such incredible work, and may the next 30 be even better. For Hugh at Home, I'm Tracy Koga. We'll see you next week. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. 
Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.